welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, here we are for episode six. This season is moving along quite nicely, I have to say. So Christy, we have a lot of group time this episode. I was uh, pretty excited about that. How about you? Yeah, those are always the best scenes. Put a bunch of strangers together. Can you say chaos? I love chaos. <laughs> oh, boy. How, uh, these are real people with real lives, Christy. How who's, can, how... who's signed up to be part of chaos. <laughs> Christy has no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> Like, you should have known what you were getting into. Uh, Yeah, so we are here at the end of the honeymoons, I guess. The last couple days, presumably. Uh, And we start off... We start off with a a guy day and a girl day. So let's, let's get into it. Do you want to... Do you want to go buy a couple again? Yeah, which couple would you like to start with? Ooh, oh, boy. Let's start with a couple that I am increasingly becoming worried about, which is Miguel and Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts off well this episode because... I think this was during the guys and girls day where we learned that they had sex or were accurately made love. Oh boy. According to Miguel. (laughs) And it was apparently more passionate than he thought it would be. Felt empowered by a divine being. Uh, After, after all of his, (laughs) his rejection of anything religious, the, the lengths to, to which he went here, to describe this in sort of pseudo-religious terms, it was a little weird. Yeah, I thought that was strange. He's like, I fell one with the universe. What? (laughs) I guess, uh, I guess sex is really just that, that wonderful. Well, I also thought it was funny the way Lindy talked about it, where she says... We're doing what married couples do. I just don't understand why everybody talks around it. Instead of just saying, we had sex last night. We have to, like, couch it in these, like, other phrases and descriptions. I mean, I think it's it's all just part of that, the awkwardness, and then also just for a dramatic effect. Because essentially when lindy reveals this she's with she's with the ladies and so mm-hmm. of course it erupts in it oh wow whoa oh my goodness really go you go girl like all this all this <laughs> craziness so i'm sure i'm sure part of part of that ties into it uh how do you let me frame it in this way. How how do you feel about Miguel and Lindy's 
relationship because I, I, I feel very certain way about it, but I'm, I may just be, be cynical. Like, talk to me um, about you, what you think of their chances, how, how their, how you think their dynamic is together. I feel like Miguel is the one steering the ship, and Lindy is wants it to work bad enough that she will like go along with whatever he's saying even if it contradicts something she said before mm-hmm. I, yeah I feel like Miguel is kind of in charge even though he's trying to make it seem like he's not but yeah my uh, my assessment was, was similar I I I listened to Stasia's sort of now hold on a minute here in this conversation uh, with like yeah this is something that I'm kind of concerned about as well because Stasia was uh, Stasia Stasia yeah unbelievable Stasia uh, uh, Stasia uh, yes, basically, Stasha was like, uh, "Like, are you sure this whole thing is consensual?" Yeah, because wasn't it just last episode that she was like wanting to take it slow and wait? Yeah, she wanted to take it slow and and wait and have it be be organic and natural, and he needed to have it happen. So, a little concerning. But uh, Lindy assures her that she wasn't pressured. It was mutual. She's happy about it. It was amazing. So I hope that's true. Yeah, she even she even said something about oh, like, look, I will I will come to you like I will come to you for sure later on in tears about something. But like this isn't. I just need you to be happy for me, which again it it just sort of plays into that feeling that i've had that like this she's essentially just she desperately wants it to to work and so she's she's just doing her best to to kind of persuade him that that it's worthwhile like oh look see you can get what you want here just uh, i mean oh man i just i i don't really like miguel (laughs) like on the surface he seems like a great guy but everything that's been going down kind of makes me uncomfortable with how he's been viewing this relationship i mean just yeah like how like what did you think of of his kind of viewing it as like this two this eight week sort of experiment i i hated that like <laughs> he was talking about like i'm gonna give it my all for eight weeks and then decide like that's the totally wrong mindset you should be going into this saying okay we're in this for the long haul now you have an out after eight weeks if like things are so bad but that shouldn't be in your brain like this 50 50 well maybe we will maybe we won't like how are you gonna make this work if you're already in the back of your head saying 
well, I'll just decide after two months. Yeah, and that that very much ties into his previous comments uh, in past episodes just about how he how he views love and so not not really viewing love as deciding to like take those actions and instead viewing it sort of as the like a feeling spark, like the sparks the the feeling like that that sort of thing which we've always been a little like mm, this doesn't they don't seem very well matched up on on this because that's just a it's a totally different way of of viewing things i mean lindy has said that she wants a lifelong marriage and so it's a little weird to then have her up against miguel who really seems to be going in the opposite direction i also think it's hard if you're lindy knowing that miguel's just waiting for a feeling and you've only got eight weeks to get that feeling before he may decide i'm out it's like what is she supposed to do right and and so i mean when they when they went uh i guess they went like kind of kayaking uh she i mean she brought she brought up that that exact thing about just being being worried about fitting into all of his little boxes and his response to that was don't don't you can't be thinking like that just be yourself <laughs> and maybe i won't reject you is essentially uh, yes. is, is essentially what he said that's not very comforting no no that 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 I, I, and she she says as much because when they when they uh met the rest of the couples for dinner there uh she actually put him on blast for this mm-hmm. just talking about like yeah like oh it's just it's an eight it's an eight week experiment like all this and she she specifically said yeah it makes me feel crappy like, it makes me feel like garbage yeah which is a totally appropriate response yeah that's fair yeah like you just oh i did we both laughed so hard though when after they were like going back and forth alexis says this sounds like a sit-down conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah because there was there was a little bit of a blow up there with with that uh and i think i and christy can really identify strongly with this when uh when dinner gets sidetracked it's just not good (laughs) you know some things just need to wait wait until after dinner yeah i also thought that could have meant like well this is really serious or this needs to be a conversation you two of you have on your own oh absolutely oh absolutely absolutely it's just it's it's funny it's funnier to me thinking about it in in that other context, context because I, I know how you are. Um, I also... I also thought that Miguel maybe got more 
like he got really defensive when they were talking about it at at dinner about his his eight weeks and it kind of it seemed to me and i could be reading into this it seemed to me like he got to a a level of defensiveness that maybe indicated he knows it's a bit of a of a crappy thing to do to her yeah i also didn't like that i guess while everyone was talking lindy like leans over and whispers like it's okay like we're we're doing our own thing nobody knows what we're going through like she's that's another like thing of her just agreeing with him when really this is an issue right it's a it's a big issue and and uh yeah she just she just really wants to to make it to make it work uh and i just i don't i don't think that it's going to work like it's gonna take a huge shift uh to to have this come together into something that's not a disaster i mean when when they were going to bed there oh, oh man that that was so that was so sad to me watching watching them go to bed and having that conversation because on the surface level it was such a it was such a like a nice calm conversation and like yeah oh we're we're married and we're having this conversation but really lindy is having this conversation essentially just trying to persuade him that she's worth it like she literally what she was describing talking about like oh yeah like we've we've been we've been making this good progress and having a great time and if you just give me you know i don't remember the the milestones she used but like that we'll still be we'll still be growing and yeah and all this in you know in six months in a year in five years like looking like she was about to cry like that yeah she's trying so hard to smooth it over i mean when she i feel like deep down she knows that wasn't cool but i have to save face even though all of our friends basically called you out well but even beyond that just like how how much she wants this to to work that she she has to like try to try to like make a a case that she's worth his time and that he could he could like she's worth loving that was just oh that broke my freaking heart yeah also i don't remember if this was that night or the next day but they talked about or she asked him will he resent her when she's not working was also interesting because i guess with whatever the physical therapist job she has she can pick and choose like when she works Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want him to be upset when she's not she has the day off and he's having to work and he just totally pushed that away and he's like well we don't need to worry about that right now Uh. i'm like yeah maybe we should discuss this now (laughs) yeah because he's 
in he in the past he has been very specific about like like he didn't want to take uh responsibility for because she has she has student loans right because she Mm -hmm. went to school for 500 years to become a physical therapist uh and so having that conversation like he didn't and i think maybe he used this term like he didn't want to be her sugar daddy yeah he did say which is like what the frick like supporting your spouse equals being being a, like a sugar daddy um like unbelievable um but yeah also that it seems like he's pretty judgmental in this realm like he's like oh you have to have your crap together and yada yada when people have different priorities and finances aren't the end all be all and obviously you know you don't you don't want to be in dead up to your eyeballs and and all of that but you know medical degrees come with debt as we've talked about before and i mean i i don't i don't know lindy so i can't really say one way or the other but like in my own life i know not being constantly beholden to other like authorities expectations and will is an important thing sometimes so i i really identify with and and empathize with her like yeah i've worked my butt off to become a physical therapist and i can make my schedule and have time off to just like relax to read a book or go to the beach or stay in bed all day uh yeah and i don't think i don't think he's gonna be okay with that no not when she has debt no, no. he's gonna be like you should be working 100 hours a week so you can pay that down oh man yeah and and just his his whole trivializing of that like oh we don't need to we don't need to get in this like that's the other thing that annoys me is he he uses such like i don't know if it's necessarily flowery but he uses like all this language that that i don't like you know he's like what why would we put ourselves like in that negative headspace ahead of time like we don't know it's going to be a problem and in my in my mind i'm sitting there watching that like you're just saying this because you're not committed to this process or to lindy and you think that it's entirely possible that you're just going to be like yeah yeah it's decision day goodbye yeah, nothing he says seems very concrete. Have you noticed that? Everything it's, is like up in the air. It's because he's it's because he's a, a scientist, poet, nerd. No, I, I'm sure that's not the reason. It just seems to be his his personality, and that's not particularly helpful in in no. this context. Oh man, yeah. Man, I had such high hopes for them after the wedding. I know. And it's all falling apart. So, answer me this. Decision day, yes or no? <laughs> um, I'll say yes for now, but each week that becomes less and less sure in my head. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'm going to I'm going to go with no because I hope that Lindy 
does not just degrade herself to the point of giving up everything that is near and dear to her just to make this man happy. So that's that's why I'm gonna give that a, a no. But we'll we'll see. Who would you like to talk about next? Um, let's do Alexis and Justin. I I thought it was funny when the the two of them were talking in the morning and about how they they were gonna go on the the girls' day and the guys' day, and he's like, oh, like oh, I don't want to get drunk. She's like, you can like you can drink. He's like, oh, I don't know. And then we see, and I don't know, I don't know if this if this was just like for the the gag of it but we do see him take a shot of tequila and then he throws it over his shoulder i saw that too (laughs) uh which is which is fine i mean like we all know that this couple is ridiculous but i i do think they are growing on me i mean the the celibacy thing is still weird yeah i mean Justin tells the group that they're kissing and touching. He's walking around naked. But also, she respects my celibacy. Stop respecting his celibacy and just have sex like a married couple already. (laughs) What? Like... Oh, the other thing I thought was funny was when Justin was telling the group of guys, like, how sensitive he is. (laughs) And, like, oh, she really likes that. And then we cut to... Alexa's saying it's hard that yeah, Justin it's, is it's, sensitive. It's hard. He's so sensitive. It's hard for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, what could, is that really so hard to believe? No. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I just... I can't wrap my mind around the celibacy. It's like... Yeah, why are you still holding out? I, I, I know. And it's like, it's kind of hard for me to to tell what the what the like which party is causing this the weirdness well not so much the weirdness but like the celibacy oh i feel like that's justin on his end i mean it seems more and more like that but it's it's hard to get it it's hard to get a read on um because i don't know it's like what what is happening are you just you're are you afraid <laughs> what is going like on a mental here? block or something i i guess oh, no. i i guess so do we know what justin does for work i don't remember he's a tree <laughs> that's all we know <laughs> Uh, yeah, cause, cause we get to have a little bit of a nuts and bolts of life conversation here on there, I guess is a catamaran, some sort of boat, uh, got, bro, budgeting got brought up, uh, cause yeah, it seems like, uh, whatever he does, he works from home and whatever she does, which is some sort of like logistics or purchasing of some kind she does not work at home so he's going to be he's going to be a house husband i guess 
I don't know, I don't know if that's the term for it. Uh, yeah, how how do you how do you feel about their their dynamic as they've kind of gone through some of these more quote unquote real life conversations, kind of as especially in the context of coming from Miguel and Lindy and and their dynamic in life. What do you what do you think about the the Justin Alexis? I mean, she seems to be warming up to him more. Mm-hmm. He's still smitten. Um, I just, I just have a hard time reading what's going on with them because they're always like joking around or making like these like cringy, awkward moments between the two of them. I don't know. They just—they're such a strange match to me. They're very—they're very over the top, and I—I I think that part of the reason that it, it's a little bit of a hard time getting a read on them. I think that Justin contributes a lot to the weirdness. Yes, I think that. And this is what I'm about to say is just complete speculation, but it, I think that his previous engagement really hurt him. <laughs> Which I mean, it, that that's a pretty uh, it's an is an easy speculation to make. I just see him like just the stuff that he does, how how over the top he is, how much he uh, like he's always talking about how like he's gonna like protect her and. There's all this very kind of, it's not always macho, but it's typically like over the top and kind of that combined with his celibacy, it just seems like he's kind of going through some things and maybe is bringing a lot of insecurity from before into this relationship. Like take the, the catamaran, for example, like, they're sitting on it on the sh- on the beach having a conversation and the wind flips it over and you know he's ridiculously tall so he kept <laughs> he kept the the sail of it from collapsing down on her and he's like see see i told you i'd protect you like look ah, uh, yeah i got you i got you babe all this stuff and it's just it's like he's overcompensating that's what it is right. i just realized but but what is he overcompensating for? He's like five hundred feet tall, like maybe like his lack of like suave. I don't know. It's hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just he's also just always there's always like this underlying level of awkwardness though with him. So maybe that's part of it. I mean, if you're like. 500 feet tall i feel like you can't help but be a little awkward (laughs) the world was just not built for you you know no uh yeah it's i don't know it's it's a little uh it's a little weird to me but look overall overall i'm decently optimistic about them i thought that it was kind of kind of sweet and look she could have just been completely lying here to to uh make Kristen feel better but in the conversation that alexis and and Kristen had 
um, as Kristen <laughs> continues to struggle with our most favorite guy, Nick. And not, what is wrong with <laughs> I just say the wrong names all the time. His name is Mitch, okay? And I know that, all right? But yeah, she struggled with Mitch, as everybody knows. Uh, and they were having that conversation, and Alexis was talking about Justin being the biggest blessing in her life, which is kind of a, a it's a bit of a change in direction for her to say positive things about him in public. <laughs> <laughs> So was was she lying about that? I mean, I'm I'm gonna choose to take her at face value because it does seem like she is warming warming up to him, and yeah. I'm I'm happy about that. I mean, even at the group dinner, she said she likes being his support system. She's got a suitcase full of lingerie, so she will be yeah, catering was, to her man. Yeah, that was that was. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they can't help but be weird. That's yes. There's always something. Because <laughs> yeah, like, because the context of that was they, they were. Uh, I forget who was who was asking, but basically, being like, "Hey, so Justin's just like all about you, and he's like doing all these things for you, you know." Cause talking talking in the context of him staying home and taking care of things while she's at work and yada yada and and yeah she just had to make that as weird as possible she's like oh yeah i like i'm i'm just i'm his support system i like i'm there for him like emotionally physically (laughs) like (laughs) like he gets in the shower and i'm there like all this it's just like uh i have have a don't worry about it i have like I have so much lingerie, you have no idea. Like, why? Why you gotta be so weird about it? <laughs> everything is always sexualized. Also, she also says, "I love this man." There, I know, which everyone freaks out about. Oh yeah, everyone freaked the crap out about that. Yeah, I love this man, and you, you, you know, his little heart. That moment exploded. Yeah, you know, it exploded. He probably just about died of happiness <laughs> <laughs> after uh, after the previous uh, the previous denial. Oh yeah, where and, she laughed in his face and unwillingness to to say "I love you." Oh, how skeptical Miguel was to hear that <sighs> too. He's like, "Wow, so soon." Well, it's because because he cannot fathom. He cannot fathom actually being committed in that way to this pro- to this process. No, because he kept saying, "Yeah, we just don't know." Right, and you you don't know, but that but that's the that's the difference. And look, of of course, this process fails for a lot of people. A lot of people end up divorced at the end of this, so it's not perfect. But, and I think I said something to this effect uh, at the time, but as as much as that is the case, and as much as Justin's kind of a, a bit of a weirdo, I do, I do respect the, the committal, like the, the amount of, okay, 
we don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but I am going to be 100% on board and I am going to love this woman. Because obviously like there's a there's a component of of love that like that is the feeling. But I think research and science has shown by now that like with the that there are different there are different types of love essentially and that that like butterfly feeling is not a constant thing over the length of a relationship i mean i think and i'm getting off track here but i think the science is it's like max of like two years of just that like oh wow i look at you i'm just blah, blah. and like it can come back over time and and repeatedly and stuff but like that's just a small component of of love and a huge component of it is just being like i love you and i'm going to love you i'm going to choose to love you and and so yeah it's just it's inconceivable i think a good portion of the couples that do make it are the ones who were like i'm committed no matter what i wouldn't i that wouldn't surprise me at all because feelings feelings are fickle like if you just go off of feelings like like that you're in for disaster like if i if i woke up in the morning and and made decisions based on the fact that i'm cranky that morning like my life would be awful like it's just and you have that you have that sort of thing in 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 the realm of love as well you can't just you can't just go based off of the feelings you're feeling in that moment i think that miguel wants to which is why that doesn't work in a process like this well and it just doesn't work in real life either that's no that's why he's he's had a lot of short relationships because it just it doesn't work out so yeah so they're weird sure absolutely um but they're growing on me and i think that out of everyone here they probably have the best chance of making Which it. Which is shocking. It is a little shocking, but it, it, with with Alexis coming more on board here, I mean, they do seem very connected. Mm-hmm. I was kind of I was cracking up a little bit when they because oh man, and we'll oh uh, we'll we'll get to this for sure. But they kept getting. Uh, interviewed about what was going on in the dinner (laughs) because of all the disaster and they're just standing there and he was like behind her and he's like rubbing her shoulder and she's like rubbing his hand yeah they're all wrapped up in each other exactly yeah they're they're all about that um so let's let's and we will talk we can talk about them next since there's some overlap here but Justin and Ben. They're best bros, I guess. Justin doesn't like Morgan very much. Well, that's because Ben painted a picture of her that wasn't entirely accurate. Right, and we'll, we, we, we will get to that for sure. But what I really wanted to know here is, well... <laughs> I want your opinion on this, but 
my two questions well my one question is why is justin wearing a turtleneck in mexico i was wondering that too was that (laughs) was that at the dinner i i think so because he was wearing it when they when they were then sort of headed towards bed so he must have been wearing it during the dinner i wonder if it was chilly down there i mean but nobody else seems to be wearing long sleeve right so i mean it was it was at night and yeah if it's in warmer like i don't know i don't know how the nights get there i i thought that generally they're still pretty warm so not quite sure why the turtleneck maybe it was the only like fancy thing he had so (laughs) he had to uh bring it but then the other thing is she was wearing quite a bit of makeup oh alexis is that like that's normal but yes it was a lot like when she used that towel later to wipe it off it was started off white and was brown (laughs) all over when she finished very very brown okay so now that we've gotten that out of the way (laughs) I, i want your perspective on on justin's little mini breakdown here and and what went on uh, I think he needs to not concern himself so much with other people's relationship. Because, yeah. like, I think I agree with Lexis when she said something to the effect of, like, being sad on behalf of someone else doesn't help them or doesn't doesn't fix anything. Like, Justin crying about how Ben got cheated basically by morgan being a different person than he thought yeah cause like she, none yeah. of that is you need to concentrate on your own marriage mm-hmm. how how did you think that she handled him in in this situation did do you think that that i thought she handled that well it seemed like yeah it seemed like he understood what she was trying to say and like it made sense to him it seems like she's gonna be doing this a lot <laughs> Well, if Justin is the truly the extra sensitive one, she might have to, you know, bring him back down to earth a bit on some things. Hey, but that you know that that happens. You, you know, couples couples support and complement each other. So yeah, that that happened. That was yeah, because he just like broke down crying because he saw. I guess he saw a lot of parallels between him and ben and then he's like but this is like the best time of my life and why can't it be the best time of ben's life (laughs) i don't understand and then like we go right back to weird because she says she loves him again and then he starts doing this super weird like dance oh i forgot about that well first (laughs) well well first so she said she said that she loved him and then he was like what was that he was like, she's like i love you and then he got real weird about it and was like what well, like trying to get her to say again and then she started insulting him <laughs> and then he just like started dancing out of the bathroom and into the rest of the room and she's like i'm not gonna even look at you <laughs> you know just always gotta make it weird always gotta make it weird guys that's just how that's just how <laughs> how we roll <laughs> oh man so 
we've we've started talking about them. Let's talk about them some more. Ben and Morgan. Oh boy. Well, nothing really seemed to go right for them this episode. I mean, it starts off with Morgan telling Ben that she doesn't have a good relationship with her dad, and I guess Ben had wanted his wife to have a strong relationship with her family, and so this is a bad start. Well, yeah, so as we know, Ben is a total mama's boy and and all that, and... I really, I really have a significant problem with his outlook on this. Yeah, like, you can't control, like, family dynamics. How is this something that's, like, a deal breaker for you? Right, and look, I would even... I'm going to try not to pass judgment too heavily here, but... He's like, and you can you can have what you want and your preferences and everything. I would just, I would have a hard time, even if, I guess, even having that as a criteria, like a dating criteria. Just like, oh, you have to, you have to be from the perfect family, because it's just this this so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, who really has a perfect family? And yeah, you can like. He quantified it more with like a good relationship with with your family but that's just that seems a little bit on the arbitrary side to me because yeah well it's nice to have uh say in-laws that you like or have have your spouse like their family like that's not the reality for a ton of people and you have a ton of like incredibly solid well-grounded just amazing people who come out of really tough situations so you're just gonna say you're just gonna write somebody off because you know their their parents didn't meet in a refugee camp in 1975 and like get married and have the perfect relationship like it does it just doesn't make sense because you're blaming your wife for the actions of her parents like how's that fair yeah, poten- to her? I mean, potentially. I mean, obviously, relationships go go both ways, and you know, and children can, or I say children, but like adult children can make make bad decisions and and you know not have a good time with their with their families. But based on the little <laughs> we know about Morgan, like it seems like. She, She's estranged from her father, but I thought that was because her father, like, abandoned her family, right? Yeah, whatever. I feel like I remember hearing that it wasn't even her fault at all. Oh, like, no, I no, just... no, and I, I would, like, again, I, I feel like in, in most cases, when you have a situation like that, it's because there's some sort of issue that happened with the, with the parents, whether they just, like, weren't emotionally available or whether like they just abandoned sometimes abandoned that happens you, you know they abandoned you like whatever that's it is that's like, not her fault it's just such an unrealistic thing to expect on a show like married at first sight when you don't know who you're getting matched with yeah but if, he but he listed on there he wanted he wanted somebody who had a perfect family 
Well, you know, he should know by now after this many seasons that if you say give the experts something, they're probably going to give you the opposite. Oh, absolutely. If I were to go on Married at First Sight, I would I would go through their 500 question survey and I would put the opposite to every single thing so that I got the perfect person. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this and then it continued. It really did. Because he wanted someone he could build financial freedom with and he's not sure how that's going to work with her wanting to go back to school. Right. Can we can we uh rewind a little bit because I also wanted to briefly touch on and I feel like the intention was good here, but it didn't necessarily come off in the best way been talking about essentially he wants a relationship plan like he wants okay we are now we're going to talk about these super important things and then in three days we're going to talk about this important thing like that's kind of what it what it seemed like which obviously you need to have deep conversations you need to have the sort of logistical conversations that come with being married and everything it just it seemed like a little he's he's not very flexible put it that way not not very flexible at all uh, but yeah tell tell me about the whole like financial component well she assures him that he won't have to give her a cent that she'll just pay everything back herself but he doesn't he doesn't seem willing to budge at all on the financial part right and this is just again going back to his inflexibility because and i you know i don't know the the smallest of details but it seems like and and i i'm not gonna paint morgan as an angel here because i think there are there are issues with her as, (laughs) as well but in in this context i just I honestly do not see the big deal as a whole. Like I, I, I get his feeling upset and feeling that she misrepresented herself to some degree, you know. And I don't know if if she actually told the experts or put on her survey that she had her bachelor's yeah i was confused on that too like what was what did ben think she had what did she tell the experts because it sounded like maybe she was like oh i have my bachelor's in nursing when it when she basically said she has one class left which she basically has it she just needs to finish it up yeah so i yeah i don't i don't really know what's going on here because there like there are some layers here because first of all you don't have to have your bachelor's degree to be a nurse that's where i think ben i think ben thought that i think ben heard oh i don't actually have my bachelor's as she's not actually a nurse which is incorrect so he'd like jump to conclusions from him not understanding the nursing field right and because there are there are multiple levels like it it's it's possible that she's like a, a an lpn um it's possible i think in i think in some areas you can get an rn with an associate's degree but then like you can sort of 
take it to the next level by getting your bachelor's. I, I'm not, I don't think it works totally the same in, in every area. Um, but then the, she was talking about she wants to go to um, NP school, nurse practitioner school, which is like, again, it's like uh, another level, which is sort of like the master's level there. Um, and so I, I don't know, maybe to, know, it's hard to know what's going on here because it felt like, it felt like she was embarrassed that she didn't have her bachelor's and whether that was because like she misrepresented it and felt bad that kind of she got caught in that or she was it seems like maybe she was embarrassed before getting found out and i'm not totally sure why that is maybe like she's a little on the older side right um, oh yeah i don't i and couldn't doesn't figure have, out like doesn't have her bachelor's yet like if that's a source of embarrassment i also like I know i feel like it could be even more of just a benign thing like maybe because i'm i'm assuming all of this paperwork surveys happened months ago right like it's possible that she's like yeah like i'm my bachelor's in nursing because like she had one class left and she was going to finish it and have her <laughs> have her bsn and then she just didn't get around to doing that last like i don't i don't know but yeah either way it was really just not fair of ben to just first of all jump to conclusions about it and then go tell justin right i I don't think it was great that she misrepresented that it's just hard to it's hard to make a judgment one way or the other without really knowing why she did that but then and i think look this is my assessment of this situation i think that i think that ben went to justin because he's a mama's boy and he has to like he has to please the person that he's in the relationship with and so he didn't want to just like talk to her or confront her about it. That would have been just too hard. And so he's like, oh, here's this other person that isn't involved. Like I can talk to him about it. And so he did and he betrayed her. Yes, broke her trust. She was very upset. Yes, cause I, I guess, I, I don't think we saw this footage, but it seemed like it was implied that she had specifically not it's like she specifically asked him to not tell anybody about yeah that, specifically. that was the part that was confusing like why would it matter if anyone knew she had one class left i mean again maybe it's just like she told the the expert something different and she didn't want to get punished i don't know <laughs> i mean at this point you're already married and cast on the show like what's gonna happen but yeah, I don't know. They, they just they just write them out completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like any any sort of group scene up to that point. They just like put a black box over them. <laughs> <laughs> have it have their whatever they say overdubbed by by some actor. I also uh, thought it was really funny that Ben calls Justin Tree. Just because he's so I, tall. I was so confused at first. I was like, who are you talking? I, I thought like, they were talking about a producer at first. Yeah, and I was like, wait, oh, oh, tree. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Also, this line, Justin says, Ben deserves the perfect wife. That kind of made me raise my eyebrows a bit. That's not true. But I think he, he was just talking about it in the context of he he thinks that Ben is is great. Like he's you know, he's financially set, like he he has a great bod, like all these like characteristics that are desirable. So he's he was describing him as a needle in a haystack. Which I don't know if that's necessarily true, but look, they're close and yeah i was also cracking <laughs> that so so basically we had the after after the conversation conversation with justin so we had this whole blow up with ben and morgan and then ben and justin played some basketball that they could then talk about it after <laughs> and and they're just sitting on the court talking about stuff and ben is sitting on a basketball so that he can be <laughs> eye level with justin who's just sitting who's sitting on the ground he's just it's so funny he's just sitting there and and ben's like adjusting his basketball that he's sitting on <laughs> man ah uh, man well let's let's move to Morgan talking about everything with with the women. I like she remains very upset about this. Do you think that cuz cuz basically at least according to her like Morgan she, she wants she wants she wants her husband to be proud of her and like look at me and be like wow that's my wife and she doesn't feel like that that is the case do you do you think that do you think that this level of upsetness is is warranted by what happened um i mean watching it i felt like it was I don't know if having more time to think about it, maybe it was a little more extra than it needed to be, but like I understood what she was coming from, like like wanting her husband to trust her and all that, and or she, she, her wanting to trust him and then him breaking that trust by just blabbing to other people. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, I get that, and it would be, it would definitely be hard to, to deal with, especially having, uh, sort of said, said that in confidence. It just does maybe seem a little bit, a little bit extra. Like it's sort of the type of scorched earth type response that like if you uh if you saw if you i don't know if you saw this without any context and really not having much idea what was going on i feel like i would kind of assume like oh she she like went into the hotel room and caught him having sex with somebody else <laughs> like that's kind of the level of like like you have broken my trust i don't know if i can ever trust you again like that sort of thing and i i know that these people kind of come in with all this baggage that we maybe don't fully understand and informs what happens. I mean, you've, you've definitely had that with, 
Stasha, got her name right this time, Stasha, uh, her, her reaction to Miguel and Lindy having sex and just kind of having a hard time with that and speaking up because of her past experiences of feeling pressured to have have sex with people and and all of that so there, there's a lot of baggage that we have no conception of um it's just it's a little weird with our limited amount of information to look and be like yeah he was a he was a butthole and an idiot to just go to somebody else instead of just have being honest and having conversation directly with her about like hey it like hurt my feelings that that you seem to have misrepresented this and like this is why and like let's talk about that instead of instead of going somebody else but yeah it's like watching them through this episode it's like watching watching a couple trying to like rebuild their marriage after infidelity like (laughs) even 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 like he like says he's like yeah like you know i just gotta i don't like words don't really mean them like i just i have to show you every day and i have to rebuild that trust and like uh i don't know maybe I'm yeah just... the, the 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 thing they were arguing about was not worth all of that i mean it's just a class right i mean and i think it I don't know, it just spiraled out of control because of her seeming embarrassment about it and his inflexibility because he doesn't like he wants a very specific thing in life it seems like and he's worked really hard to make that happen and it's like hey guess what you're married now and priorities change and also like what i just i also want to say and i keep going on about this but like what what the crap like she has student loans but she's like She's in a field that will never go away. <laughs> like she could probably, once she like once she, assuming she doesn't have her RN already, once she finishes her degree and gets her RN, like presumably, especially right now, she could like go somewhere in the country for like three months and probably pay off all of her student loans. Like that's how that's how insane it is for travel nurses right now. Yeah. Like the amount of bank you make, and now of course they, that may not be what she wants to do. But like you have so much potential as a nurse. Like it's not like she went and is getting her bachelor's in like you know like underwater basket weaving that like. <laughs> nobody is ever gonna pay you to do like that's just that's not it's it's so weird to me to to see his reaction to this because what she's doing totally could fit with like his like financial strengths and maybe the maybe just the problem is that he doesn't want to do anything meaning he maybe he's somebody who i don't know if are you familiar with fire fire 
Yeah, it's it. I believe it stands for like financial independence, retire early, or something like that. Where basically you like do everything in your past. You like live as low under your means as possible, or live beneath your means as much as possible. Like save as much money as possible. Like buy real whatever you it takes. But like basically build all this stuff so that you can then you don't have to like work. Oh, you know, I forgot Ben was the super frugal one. Oh, he is so frugal. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So, so I don't that, like, that that makes more sense. So I don't know, like I don't know if that. if maybe part of the disconnect is he just like he's trying to build himself into a position where he just like he doesn't have to be an engineer anymore. Like he can just go like volunteer for the rest of his life or whatever. Maybe. And he sees that mm-hmm. as as being threatened this because is- this is the guy who didn't want his AC on no. or whatever. So. No, he leaves his window open oh, to get some air circulation. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's causing some issues because, you know, a nurse, there's a lot of earning potential there. But typically, you know, people spend a while as as a nurse. You know, like that tends to be a, a, like a career. So maybe, maybe that's maybe – that's, factoring into this but what did you think of morgan's whole spiel about coming home after work and not wanting to do anything basically i mean i relate (laughs) (laughs) well more specifically like don't want to take care of anyone i guess i don't know it seems like she's gonna have a major adjustment coming home from work now being married and having another human being there she can't just like zone out for the evening yeah and and look again i like i empathize with no you know not wanting to not wanting to like have to babysit somebody you know not not wanting to be like oh well i've just worked a 12-hour shift as a nurse and i'm coming home and i gotta you know make dinner for ben or i have to like yeah do all this stuff so like i get that um it did seem like it was a bit much and i don't know if that was partially like in reaction to everything that had happened throughout the episode like wow like i'm just no i'm not gonna put up with anything like i'm not gonna do stuff but it did seem a bit a bit selfish yeah, like there's no room for Bin in the equation. No at all. room for Bin. Yes, the people brought it. They're like, how does Bin fit into all this? <laughs> she was like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she did say they had a conversation yeah. after dinner where they like talked about schedules and stuff. <laughs> well, and her quote was after, how does how does Bin fit into this? And she was like, that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> oh so awful oh yeah i i was also cracking up at at justin and alexis here because as all this stuff was going on they're just like whispering to each other like mm-hmm. oh my oh dear like <laughs> uh and then i th- i think this was alexis who said she, she she just wants a roommate and he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> peanut gallery over there commentating which which is a look i i think it's a little bit of a a valid concern yeah um you know marriage comes with a lot of a lot of sacrifice and compromise and 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle handle that, you know, because she ends up she's very busy as a nurse, and she, I think, based on their marriage episode, like she she works out like five times a week and does the like Muay Thai and all of this stuff, and he works out a lot as well. Maybe that's the only time they'll see each other when they work out. Who knows? But yeah, uh, which couple next? Well, we only have two left: Kristen and oh, Mitch. I, for, I Stasha forgot we hadn't gone over Stasha. Jeez, this is gonna be a long episode. Uh, before before we move to uh, Nate and Stasha, uh, relationship analysis, decision day, yes or no? Ben and Morgan. I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go with no as well. <laughs> I I don't know if they have what it takes. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Nate and Stasha. So apparently they haven't had sex yet. Nope. And Even- Miguel asks why. <laughs> <laughs> and Nate gives this long spiel about lacking understanding vision and goals if you just jump into it straight away and Miguel is not buying it. Yeah, it's like, At all. It's, it seemed like he was maybe wor- worried that like if they just had sex that it would hurt their relationship somehow. I just I don't every season I married at first sight there's always a couple or two like this that's just holding out for some reason and I don't understand. Why? Think of all the hot sex you could be having this whole time. Exactly. Like why <laughs> like what I don't understand what is to be gained by just waiting. I I don't either. I also thought it was funny how skeptical Miguel was. He's like, mm, "Really? What? Really?" And then it cut <laughs> it cuts to footage from the bachelor party with oh. the stripper. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Mhm. Uh, well, how about their little picnic brunch here? Oh, yeah, with the spider. Yeah, they, they both did not like this this bug. And I also... So the other thing that I caught briefly, so I guess that date was like something that Stasha had organized. Well, organized in quotes. I feel like the producers really are the ones who set all that up, and then they get to claim. Well, they probably it. set it up. I guess the question is: Is that like an idea that she had? Because it didn't seem like he was particularly into it. <laughs> mm. I also yeah, I don't know. Talk talk me about therapy. Well, yeah, she reveals she's been to therapy and ask if he would go with her and then he like asked well would this be if there's a problem or just you know to go as a preventative thing and she says more about getting tools to like help the relationship and it's there there was some like clever editing here it seemed like there was like pauses and stuff but he eventually does say he'd be down to go yeah it's it's the same sort of thing that happened with the post nup 
and I don't know, I don't know if this is just editing or like it never seems like he's actually on board, but he's like, oh sure, whatever. Yeah, they always edit in like this pause or him looking like he doesn't want to say yes, but then it cuts to him saying yes. So I guess the question is, do you think that that's uh, an accurate picture of the situation? See, I don't really trust editing on these shows. Anytime there's a cut, I'm like, okay, what was, what did you cut from? What was cut out? It's very hard to trust when we keep, every time the next person talks, there's an obvious cut. I don't trust the editing, but at the same time, I also don't trust Nate. So. Well, then we really don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at least he said he would go. Yes, he did. That's all he, we have. He did. He did say he would go, but that kind of uh, segues into the some of the women getting together. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. That so Lindy says that Miguel has been questioning Nate Nate's authenticity about how he's always on his phone and taking right. videos. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was. Oh man. That that was also funny to me because she's like trying to frame this as like look like Miguel and I like we just we just overthink together a lot but like like I haven't looked at my phone once here like like that sort of thing <laughs> like yeah I just you know I never I never look at my phone and then Nate's over there like she's like miming like him holding holding up the phone like taking selfies yeah I, I believe the the word she used as well was curated mm-hmm. which i do think is probably an accurate term based on what we've seen well, i'd agree i, I mean, sorry go ahead i mean stasha doesn't seem too shocked to hear this no, either no, she's worried yeah she's like yeah no i have had the same exact concern <laughs> when he l- left me for dead on the atvs as he's going around taking selfies and videos for instagram yeah mm, that made me very uncomfortable because it's like you can't even pay attention to your wife on the freaking honeymoon and now i'm wondering there's so there's a whole bunch of footage of Nate doing this more, I guess, that Lindy yeah. and Miguel have noticed. Like when else has he just been like, you know, arm up in the air, video for Insta? Oh boy, uh, I mean a lot apparently. If they've if they've come across it and noticed it enough to be like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> also, we learned Stasha is building a home from scratch and wants Nate to live with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't want to be too weird and stalkery, but I think I found the land she's building it on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do some research. Okay, I was I was curious. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> this could be going in a bad direction. I think that there's maybe not a ton of trust here yeah i feel like nate's here for followers no don't say that he would never 
You would never try to get more subscribers <laughs> for his day trading YouTube. Yeah, I. And then, like after dinner, he says he's falling in love with her. Yeah, that was a, that was kind of a, a weird conversation because they laid there in bed. You know, she's talking, kind of talking about the concerns, and basically being like, like, what, like, what is your intention? And this is, this is probably the thing that is, and maybe this is a weird thing to get hung up on, but this is kind of the biggest red flag for me is how he responds to this stuff. Because this exact same thing happened with the post-nup where she brings up a concern and he's like, oh, why you do me like that, babe? Like, like, what, like, oh, like this sort of like sheep, In- this, innocent. She- this sheepish like, oh, but I would never, like I'm all, I'm all innocent. It's like, that just seems like a weird way to respond. Like, why not just, like, address it at face value? Like, he, again, he did the same thing with the, the post-nup of, like, oh, you don't trust your boy? Like, no, I don't trust your boy. Because you're acting real weird. <laughs> and Especially, like, and not just acting real weird, but acting real weird about important things. Like, that question, like, what are your intentions? Like, that's an important question for this show when you throw complete strangers together and have them get married. <laughs> uh, man, that's a red flag to me. It's a red flag. Yep, I don't I don't trust him completely, that's for sure. No. No, I don't. I also I don't know. It seems like Stasha is bringing in a lot of baggage from just life and previous relationships uh, with her sort of semi-breakdown about, like, there's just, there's so many things about me. Like, I'm just too much, worrying that she's too much for him. And I'm, and I'm like, because that's been a theme as well. It's like how she's intimidating to men, I guess because of her success. But... My question for Stasha is, why why are you worrying about being too much? Maybe, maybe he's too little. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd heard her mention the intimidating thing a lot before. I just never quite understood why guys would be intimidated by a woman like her or not interested. Like, wouldn't you want someone who's successful? Like... Why is that a turnoff? Yes, absolutely. I would give anything for a multi-millionaire wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, like how? Why? Like, yes, I would love to just stay at home and putter around doing chores as my life, <laughs> and 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 go on vacation to exotic places. Like, yes, give give me one of those rich spouses, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I guess she just she has a lot of emotional hurt, which presumably is why she's in therapy. So 
good for her but yeah there's there's a lot of stuff like that that mm, it's it's uncomfortable so uh decision day yes or no Mm, i'll go with yes man you're so optimistic today i'm sorry but i'm gonna go no (laughs) i mean i'll probably change my mind a bunch of times before the end but yeah probably but we gotta we gotta give give the people our our thoughts here so last last couple last couple here our favorites oh man Kristen and well Kristen reveals that after the whole not growing physical attraction conversation they had a bunch of margaritas and he pounced on her like a tiger Apparently, it was attractive to him how she didn't crumble under the weight of his lack of attraction. And he was like, well, now I'm attracted. He's like, yeah, this is so weird. That's really messed up, honestly. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, I make the rules now. It's not going to happen this way, which good for her. I know. I know. And that probably turned him on even more. Uh, probably. <laughs> Oh man, he, what a what a disaster! I like look. I feel like this has really been the theme of this season, and uh, but the quote: "It's hard to be on Team Mitch," <laughs> <laughs> because that's what she that's what she's asking of all the ladies is to like support support her and support them and and all of this and it's it's difficult based on his behavior it sure is because he really and look i feel like and this may be surprising to everyone but i i feel like i maybe have a little bit more respect for him after this episode than i have in the past because he at least he at least admitted to her that he knows he's been an idiot and has like been throwing out ridiculously mixed signals yeah he also on after party said he wished he would have handled things differently (laughs) no crap that he got he got lost in the moment he lost in the moment lost in the tequila (laughs) (laughs) ah i just yeah it's really it's really hard to know what's going on with this man. Yeah, I just I don't understand where he's coming from. I also we had a, we had a Nate on the ATV's level moment here with them when Mitch freaking goes surfing by himself on their honeymoon you know gotta get in that water activity what are you doing and like kirsten has to like put on a brave face and be like yeah i love watching him surf yeah i I love like i love supporting him in the things he loves to do what the (laughs) frick i know these aren't like traditional marriages but still on the honeymoon I don't have an explanation. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. What? Oh. 
Why? <laughs> there's, there's no explaining, Mitch. People, listeners of the world, if you get married, do not abandon your spouse on your honeymoon. Don't do it. It should be common sense. It, it should be common sense. Nobody should be abandoning their, abandoning their spouses on their honeymoon. But here we are having to say this. This is ridiculous. Uh, well. Uh, I also think that, uh, and this is probably, this is my final thought of all time, but while I respect him a little bit more for acknowledging how much of a pain he's been, I do also think that he asks too much of her. Because what he was talking about there at the at the end, their final interaction of this episode, uh, basically asking her to walk a tightrope <laughs> of not putting too much pressure on him, but also like not letting him get away with crap. Yeah. He said, don't put so much pressure on me that you shut me down. Don't always give me a free pass, but also hold me accountable. <laughs> it's like, you should be doing that for yourself. Yes, I would, I, would, I would generally agree with you. I mean, I think that she does have potential to be a real positive influence on him. Like, I, like that's not... And, or the, at least that shouldn't be her job. But I feel like she may end up doing that anyways. And I mean, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world as long as she doesn't remain like have like having to walk like walk the tightrope indefinitely. I feel like it's not it's not super 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 unreasonable in the short term. But, yeah, not indefinitely. He really should probably just go to therapy and get some emotional tools. Mm. Big brain. <laughs> Do you think Mitch is the type who would go to therapy? Uh, I mean, on his own, like, probably not. I just think he's generally too rigid for that like he seems like the type of person who's like no the way i view the world is the the right way to view the world <laughs> and that's reality um so i i don't necessarily think that he would just go of his own volition now would he go at somebody else's influence i mean Probably not most people's influence, but may maybe Kristen's influence. I was also just remarking how this episode we had very little of his like environmentalism, but then on the after party we learned this little nugget. I don't remember if this was this week's after party or last week's that they went and got snow cones, <laughs> and instead of using the plastic spoon that it comes with, he just like buried his face in it, I guess, to eat it or used his hands like an animal. That's so weird because they they I'm sure they had already given him the spoon. So the spoon the spoon was already destined for a landfill. 
<laughs> he didn't change anything. No, he just, it, it's all about the statement, though. Well, and, and about sort of a, a assuaging his own conscience, probably, as, as well. And, like, doesn't the snow cone come in, like, a plastic cardboardy type container as well? Um, probably, yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Look, I cannot believe you would make fun of his stewardship of this earth so <laughs> that's incredibly rude of you you know i mean there there are obviously productive ways to be more sustainable uh, i just feel like sometimes he chooses things that just solely make him feel better versus actually making any sort of difference but that's just been my my read on this situation for for him um christy decision day <laughs> yes or no 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 Ooh, ooh. see unless B- mitch turns it around i just i don't see how this isn't a no I think I'm. I think I'm gonna divert from you briefly. I'm sure. Ow. I'm sure next. I'm sure next week. We'll, I'll be. I'll be back on on the <laughs> no. But uh, I am gonna say yes for now, just because I think that. I think that Kristen is a solid enough person that that this could work. Because I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that Mitch is a robot. Like I don't think he is uh, devoid of of personhood or anything. Like, and so I think that Kristen is is a super, seems like a super strong person, and so she's not going to take his garbage like we've seen with like the uh, the ultimatum, where she's like, if I like, if we haven't gotten to the end of this, and have had sex or like i've gotten an i love you from you like this is just over um or even like that she's like look you can't give me all these mixed signals and then just be like yeah i am gonna have sex with you because like you didn't start crying when i rejected you and so that means you're (laughs) strong like like she i feel like she's had very solid responses to everything and and as maybe weird as it is that it maybe takes this i think that i think that that's maybe a language that mitch understands i think if this yeah if this marriage works it's because of her oh oh absolutely i'm not gonna i'm (laughs) I'm not gonna deny i'm not gonna deny that but i do i think at this point i think there is maybe some potential there but yes, ninety five percent because of of her not not rolling over and and not being willing to be treated less than like as an equal and as somebody who like is deserving of of a like of attraction and and all of this like um, yeah big big props to to Kristen. Mm-hmm. honestly this this man has been real tough <laughs> they, they... <laughs> uh uh man i would i would 
would love to to uh, hear like, and I'm I, I don't know if they close themselves like if they close themselves off to this sort of thing of like seeing how people react to the season, but it would be really funny to me to see how Mitch like response after after all of this to like what everybody's saying like on the internet and podcast because <laughs> because i'm not out there listening to a bunch of married at first sight podcasts but i cannot imagine that he is getting a real favorable review oh he's not anywhere else <laughs> no oh so reddit twitter podcasts <laughs> they're all I mean, did you want to bring up his his sandal? Oh my gosh, <laughs> the after party, man, those sandals were too much. Yes, he was wearing what a full suit and then like these weird thong, thong sandals. sandals. Just why? <laughs> <laughs> it did not match at all. Look, socks are bad for the environment. He could have just worn dress shoes then, without socks, like so many guys do nowadays. But dress shoes are aren't bad for the environment too. You have any idea how much water and land it takes to raise cattle, who then have to be converted into leather, which takes a whole bunch of extra water that we need for other things, and then finally made into shoes. Ooh, what mm. were his sandals made out of then? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, man. Well, what, a, what a fun episode. What a fun episode. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like we're we're into we're into the thick of things now. Things are happening left and right. It's just what an exciting time to be alive. And I think that we just we have more chaos and trauma coming next week. You hope they get to move in together. Oh yeah, and that's going to go so well for all of so these couples. Smoothly. It's going to be so smooth. There isn't going to be any any turmoil. There isn't going to be anything that goes wrong. But there's not going to be dogs that haven't been introduced to each other no, properly. No, there's, you know, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Smooth sailing ahead for sure. But don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs>